Campies, hello, it is LaToya here with a solo bolo intro. Uh, as I noted in the Discord, I plan to uh, get drunk to hype myself up to do a solo intro. Well, I got drunk and then I went to sleep. So now you get to hear a 7.30 a.m. solo bolo intro. Not hungover, just dehydrated. This week's episode uh, that we were discussing on uh, this week's uh, Empire Diaries is the Originals Season 1 Episode 8, The River in Reverse. In The River in Reverse, Rebecca, facing a tough decision, turns to Father Kieran for guidance. And when Marcel uncovers upsetting information involving Klaus, a confrontation ends in a surprising twist. Klaus is a little bitch, is the surprising twist. Also, don't forget, fatherkieran1 at gmail.com. Also, a warning for this episode. This was one of two, the second of two uh, episodes that were recorded over Zoom, which is not our usual deal. Uh, there were some problems with uh, internet connection that led to uh, both Jill and I becoming robotic uh, and having uh, a lot of blips in our audio. I tried to get rid of the blips. The Mr. Roboto of it all, that uh, is less fixable. So I apologize. Deal with it. And without further ado, The Empire Diaries. Hello, and welcome to The Empire Diaries. We know the risk, but we have to podcast. I am one of your hosts, Latoya Ferguson. I'm Morgan Ludich. And I'm Jill Dayfield. And today we are talking The Originals, Season 1, Episode 8, The River in Reverse. Hmm. We sure are. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> so, Jill, yeah. gotta know, how'd you feel about this episode of television? Guys, <laughs> I am so sorry. Klaus is fucking insufferable. <laughs> I I truly cannot stand him anymore. There are so many interesting and cool characters and like stuff that's happening that I'm so interested in. And then every other scene, it's him being like, oh, I'm so sad. I'm going to have like this one <laughs> single tear go down my cheek. Everyone's conspiring. And I'm like, shut the fuck up. I don't mm-hmm. care. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I guess I, I feel like. I feel like with the way this episode ends, like it's clear there has to be a reckoning at this point. Like he can't just be like just him and Haley by themselves alone in their big old mansion. No. Haley will find a way to kill him. (laughs) I don't care if it's impossible. If she has to live alone with Klaus, she will find a way to murder him. Goodbye all our friends, but oh well. Yeah, like RIP to them, but it had to be done. (laughs) At this point, yeah. (laughs) fair 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 i do want to note it has been um little behind the scenes thing like a month since we watched the originals so jill has had a little bit of time to cool post bloodletting yeah but it doesn't seem like (laughs) it's done anything (laughs) yeah even with the month break i need a longer break from klaus i need him to be daggered have the rest of this Mm -hmm. show move on for a bit And I'll be good. <laughs> you said you said specifically that 52 years not enough. Uh, as Marcel planned was not no, enough. Yeah. Not enough. <laughs> good. Good. Hold a grudge. I love it. 
<laughs> I will. Thank you. <laughs> I was just going to ask you if there are any uh, non-Klaus related parts of the episode you want to talk about, Jill. Um, the rest of it was great. Uh, I was bummed that like Tyler didn't get to do his hybrid shit when Klaus did his hybrid bullshit, but um, mm. whatever. <laughs> 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 uh, but also Celeste. Hi. Hello. Hello. <laughs> hello. Hello. <laughs> I mean, goodbye, but also yeah. hello. Yeah. <laughs> We we'll talk about one. that scene. Yeah, we will. We'll talk about that scene. <laughs> <laughs> um, Latoya, do you have any thoughts about this episode from either your uh, first watch or this one? Yeah, from first time watch, what do I recall? I mean, I remember Elijah having hallucinations in the bayou with Haley and sexy hallucinations. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot of that. I remember the, the Klaus uh, vampire fight scene because uh-huh. as I noted in the the chat, like, the show has much better fight scenes than Vampire Diaries. And it is, like, a part of the show. So there will be mm-hmm. more fight scenes. So that's always cool. Yeah, very cool. And let's see. I'm Klaus being a little bitch is just that's default, right? We all. Yeah, pretty much what you expect. <laughs> him, him crying at his siblings, trying to, you know, reason with him once again. And, you know, just the, the start of uh, Cammy's uh, mental breakdown. <laughs> Oof. <laughs> Father Kieran, you fucked that up so badly. He did such a bad job. But obviously, like like I said in the chat, Klaus should have just compelled her. <laughs> he's already doing it. But nope, he's like, I I cannot compel her to leave this town. I can compel her to do anything else that serves my needs. But since this would actually be beneficial to her and maybe save her life, I refuse to do it on moral grounds. <laughs> I care about her. Why? <laughs> and let her li- and make her leave so she gets to live and not have mashed potato brain. <laughs> Doesn't have to deal with your bullshit like everyone else in your family. Let her brain once again grow and harden in your absence. <laughs> <laughs> no, he wants that brain smooth as hell, baby. <laughs> no. What about you, Morgan? What do you recall from uh, your first time use? Um, I loved seeing like oh, anything that's like romantic for Elijah is good to me. So the stuff with him and Celeste, just knowing that he had a love that we get to meet, like even though of course it ended tragically because you know it's this show. Um, I it was still really nice, and I remember being very moved by it, and also just like how thrilling it is to actually just have Bex and Marcel like on the same side. Like that feels quite good this show said fuck a will they won't they they will baby they will they must or i'll die <laughs> there was no need for the cami teasing because like he didn't want her yeah the, the I, I, cami and klaus is making quite a bit more sense than uh cami and marcel ever did yeah uh, and then the only other thing would just be that um, I do remember the action sequence. I know I watched it with Michael and I'm sure my- Michael was like, fuck yeah, Klaus throwing people. <laughs> like, I believe that he was pretty hyped during that. Uh, and he went but- wolf eyes and Rebecca's like, oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> some good shit. Admittedly, some, you know, Klaus talks a big game. And honestly, they do need to show us what he can do every once in a while to back it up. And it's not always super cool, but I think this was very cool. Like, this was brutal as fuck. He was breaking spines. Like, it kind of ruled. But also, like, it was very cool. But also, like, the amount of people there 
that no, no, <laughs> they would have taken him down so easily. <laughs> I mean, the show begs to differ. I disagree with the show. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. He's hard to kill and he's a little bitch. Like he's the original hybrid, Jill. Mm-hmm. Good for him. <laughs> he's the only hybrid that's not made of tissue paper. <laughs> All the other ones you can kill like that. Yeah. <laughs> but but him, not so easy. Um, should we get into our app gang? I think we should. I want I want to talk about this app, baby. Yeah. Woo. Uh we open with uh Bex piece. Rebecca talking about how her brothers and I are the first vampires in history. Cool, fun. I haven't heard that one. <laughs> I liked it. I was like, this is nice. Um, she's like, 300 years ago, we called New Orleans home. I was happy here for a time <laughs> because when is it ever anything but just for a small amount of time? But, you know, we've returned to find a miracle, which is pregnant Haley, and a new responsibility, which is, you know, that they want to take care of the baby. But our family has many enemies. Tyler. <laughs> and uh, these threats should have united us. Instead, Klaus has driven us apart. The only thing that I am on Klaus's side for in this episode is when he's like, because they're all like, no one's conspiring against you, blah, blah, blah. But he's like, but you thought I would use my baby like for like these nefarious purposes. That's because that's the thing he's like really upset about. And you know yeah. what? I feel bad for him there. But everything else, no, feel a bitch. And and I feel to a certain extent bad for him there as well. But it's also like he, the first thing he said when he found out she was pregnant was one, she's faking it. And the second one was, will it bring me power? <laughs> He's, You've been with someone else. <laughs> like, dude, he has not really vocalized a lot of like healthy, positive intentions for what his plan is to like be in this kid's life. So can you really blame them for assuming that you're going to do what you always do? Like it's a, it's a, like you thought I was going to act in bad. It's a classic vampire diaries conflict. You thought I was going to do this. I'm furious now because (laughs) of a thought you had. Um, But I I get it. Like if, if that happened to me, you know, if someone assumed ill intent of me I would certainly be hurt by it but I'm also not a murderer (laughs) (laughs) um but I do I I get like the pain of it I think it's very unjust he's like very unjustified in his sadness but I think it still like makes sense it's just he doesn't he hasn't earned the right to be like how dare you think this of me because he's him (laughs) Um, but we open with Rebecca going to Father Kieran for confession. Ooh. Um, so I love this. He's like, are you even Catholic? And she's like, I no. <laughs> but like, I need absolution from someone. So will you take my confession? She's like, I believe in the Norse gods. <laughs> I can't confess to Thor. He's not here. <laughs> you will do. I'm a Viking. <laughs> I would love her going instead to like a statue of Odin and yeah. whispering <laughs> these things to it. <laughs> that would be cool as fuck. Which like, Michelson was most into being a Viking? Klaus. 
Finn. Wait, maybe Finn. Finn <laughs> explains it all. Maybe that's why Finn's like so bummed, like because Vikings aren't a thing anymore. Yeah. He's like, I don't belong on this earth where there are no Vikings. <laughs> we solved it. We finally solved uh. it. Uh, just a Viking pirate. <laughs> Bring him back. A complicated guy. <laughs> would you like to see Finn instead of Cloud? Yeah. I would, yeah. <laughs> I'm not. Take him back, Jill. <laughs> I will not take that back. I'm so sick of clothes. You so to be clear, you would rather watch paint dry than yes. watch clouds. Yes. I would rather separate salt from sugar than watch clouds. <laughs> <laughs> clouds. Oh my God. You're on notice, bitch. So Rebecca, unfortunately, to a priest instead of to a cool statue of a Norse god says, bless me, father, for I have sinned. I am a liar, a a betrayer. I have conspired against my own blood, and I doubt even your God could save me. And Klaus wasn't around to hear someone confirm they are conspiring against him. Mm -hmm. She used his favorite word, and it somehow didn't summon him. It's because she's heard (laughs) it so many times that now she's picking up on it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Just now. Yeah, just now. Finally, she's picking up on it. Like how I got all of you guys to start saying zoop. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we go, we flash back. Our, the bulk of our story, I guess, we're going to begin 24 hours earlier. Uh, we are at a little breakfast with Rebecca and Klaus. And Klaus is just like taking blood from this poor young woman. Um, yeah, as wrote, they he has lunch. a blood girl. Yeah, not good. Not good. <laughs> and like Bex is disgusted. Yeah, she's like, ew, must you? <laughs> but Klaus is like, have you talked to Marcel? And she's like, no. <laughs> and Klaus is like, I think he's avoiding me. But like, you know, maybe he whispered his reasons for that into your ear along with all those sweet nothings. And she's like, fuck you. I'll ask him if I see him. And um. Klaus starts making fun of her and is like, how about I give voice to that look in your eyes? My saintly noble brother lies writhing in agony in the bayou, victim of my bastard brother's bite, when just one or two drops of his blood would ease his pain. (laughs) And Rebecca's like, leave me alone. I'm trying to eat breakfast and (laughs) deal with your tears. She calls it brekkie. She She does does call it brekkie. brekkie. (laughs) Maybe I don't want to like you don't bite me too. And he's like, he gets so offended. He's like, I would never bite you. And he's like, that's because I would dagger you instead. Piece of shit. Yeah. He's like, you know, I like putting you in suspended animation instead. (laughs) And she says uh, something very valid, which is there is something fundamentally wrong with you. (laughs) And then she leaves. So why do we need Cammy when we have Rebecca saying this? It also it does not really feel like Cammy to, to to touch on the Cammy thing because I I saw a lot of the responses to our last episode that dropped, uh, which was our girl in New Orleans um, episode, and people were not thrilled with how harsh we were on Cammy, which I understand we were pretty harsh. <laughs> I it, it were we speaking that way about one of my faves. I imagine that I would have been hurt. Uh, so apologies for any harm done there. But I do want to say she does feel very redundant right now. Like we already have a blonde woman 
telling Klaus that he sucks. <laughs> but um, and and while I feel sympathy for her, it doesn't necessarily like there's a difference between like, yeah, she's in an objectively shitty position. And is she like a worthy protagonist of this series? Because uh, she's like seemingly one of our protagonists. And I find her very perspectiveless and uninteresting. Um, you're, you're not going to get a fight from me. Fair enough. Jill, how are you doing? Um, listening to our last Cami app and and thinking about this one, because I know you're in a different place than Latoya and I. Yeah, I mean, I don't mind Cami as much as you guys do. And re-listening to that episode, I was cracking up. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but like, I don't, I don't mind her. I liked when she was talking back to him in that one yeah. scene. It was nice. I don't know. Yeah. I will say from numerous texts from Jenny Owen Youngs, <laughs> she is not a fan of Cam. <laughs> <laughs> if you think we're me. <laughs> so if you want to complain to someone about uh, the show's slander of uh, Cammy, just at Jenny in our Discord. <laughs> <laughs> um, so in the bayou, Elijah's not doing well. You know, he's all sweaty and bedridden and dealing with his werewolf bite. Haley's like, remind me to annihilate your brother once you're healthy. And he says, yeah, remind me to get you, remind me to remind you to get in line. Hey, <laughs> Elijah's doing some sass. Um, Haley is like, yeah, it sucks that we're also like stuck in a swamp shack. And then she goes outside and like tries to let in some fresh air but then Elijah's coughing and he's unwell and Elijah's like just go back to your reading like he's doing that thing that people do in movies when they're sick where they're like don't 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 bother with me please please and it's like well you're doing really unwell anyone kind is gonna help there's really nothing she can do like he kind of just gonna has to wait it out yeah, but I appreciate her wanting to, like, ease his suffering in some way. But um, she talks about the Bible that was left on, like, the shack porch. And she says, yeah, it's just a regular Bible. I went through the whole thing. It just has that entry with the family tree that may or may not be my family. Um, but I'm kind of busy right now, like, worrying about you. <laughs> uh, and Elijah's like, please leave me. Like, I'm going to get unstable and I'm going to start hallucinating. And she's like, nope. Uh, and unbeknownst to either of them, there is another blonde lady outside uh, and she's watching them. Yeah, we saw her when Haley first came to the bayou in, in the in bloodletting. Mm-hmm. But yeah, she's still lurking. She's still roaming around the bayou herself. Mm-hmm. Uh, so then at uh, at the abattoir, uh, well, it says it's the abattoir, but I think it's at the pit. Isn't it like uh, the bar that they all yeah, hang out at? The at? Bar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they, they the go bar. to the abattoir like right after, but yeah, they're at the bar. That's what I thought. Okay. So then uh, Marcel's walking through the streets of New Orleans, looking cool as fuck. He goes into the pit and all of his guys are gathered there. And he's like, all right, like this is Tyler. He's an old enemy of your favorite person. Klaus. This kid. He calls <laughs> this him this kid. kid and he's right to do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jill. It, now is probably as good a time as any to ask how'd you enjoy your two seconds of Tyler in this episode oh my god <laughs> I want Tarsel. more Tarcel sign me up honestly like a very good and cool alliance yeah <laughs> again they were supposed to star in the revenge spinoff that never happened so I think that's I think that's probably why they did this 
The, the two seconds of interaction. <laughs> Maybe they're buddies. Hot buddies. What a hot pair of friends, if that's true. <laughs> Good God. <laughs> um, so he's like, hey, uh, basically, like, he's got a plan. We're going to fuck Klaus's shit up. If you can't handle that, um, you should probably leave. Because if you stay here, you're signing up for battle. But no one leaves. Pretty cool. Because loyalty. Yeah, everyone likes Marcel. Although I do wonder how th- those remaining feel after this. You know, Diego was clearly very upset. Yeah, I mean, it was a pretty reckless thing. Like, you can't come at him unless you know you're going to win. Like, they should have found a way to weaken him or something. Because I Marcel says in this episode that, like, Davina's, like, powers are, like, all out of whack for some reason. Mm. So, because, like, Davina's, like, who would you use? You would use to, like, soup them up. Mm-hmm. But also, why why are Davina's powers out of whack? Was this something? I think she's actually lying because uh, in oh, yeah. the last episode, it was when Marcel tried to move her and she was like, oh my God, my powers yeah, yeah. are going crazy. Because she's like, Elijah's been helping her. Mm-hmm. And that's, yeah. So, yes. But also, <laughs> if only she was telling him the truth and, or at least not lying to him because really could have used her right now. And it would have been helpful to her. Mm-hmm. Would have been really Whoops. nice. Oops, as always. (laughs) Um, So Tyler explains a bunch of stuff that happened on the Vampire Diaries, including talking about uh, the werewolf girl he's hiding. And I'm like, that is your friend. And he's like, she rode through my town, pretended to be my friend, and ended up hooking up with him. (laughs) She didn't pretend to be his friend. It's it's tricky because she was working with Addie, of course, because she Mm -hmm. wanted to know about her family and everything. And she did betray him, but I don't think there was a pretend friendship. She like she felt like shit I could about see, like, it. Why he would feel that way based I, yeah. on everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She did some shady shit. But then it, it especially seems that way. Then she fucked Klaus. So it's like she was definitely pretending. That's 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 the thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't know. It's maybe it's just because we we know Haley and the kind of person she is, even though. <laughs> Yeah, everything that went down. That's probably why we're like, she didn't pretend, but Tyler doesn't really have the same perspective we do. Yes, and it it does kind of, again, to talk about, like, where the show wants your loyalties to lie. Like, it is what it must look like from Tyler's perspective, but it's not exactly like we've dramatized what it looks like in his perspective. So it's kind of just like he's saying stuff that we know is wrong and incorrect and therefore it's like harder to sympathize with him because i'm like well that's not really the story um which is kind of a bummer and especially in like this again like two minutes of screen time in this episode i i asked people who didn't watch vampire diaries what was your read on tyler here especially after like bloodletting and then just hear his little brief bit mm-hmm. like did, did you just think i guess he's a flop or because <laughs> he's taken off the board immediately yeah because this whole thing is like let me fuck up a baby <laughs> his nemesis is a baby <laughs> no it is jill we had a lot of discussions last year on angel on top about how lame you are if your worst enemy is a baby oh, no. and I don't want that for him <laughs> because uh, yeah, a villain uh, in season three of Angel, it turned out the twist is that his nemesis was a baby the whole time. We're like, oh, no, 
And I was like, well, I'm not scared of this man. His nemesis is a baby. <laughs> That's It was a good reveal, though, that his nemesis was a baby. It was quite the goof that he did prior to revealing that his nemesis was a baby. It was This is a season of pranks. He did the ultimate prank. He was truly prank Sinatra. He fucked up a lot of people's lives. Who doesn't in the shows we watch? <laughs> Uh, but he reveals that Haley's pregnant. Diego does not buy it. You don't vampire still like even with hybrids. Like he's not alive. But as we know, the wolf—that's the loophole. But we're not explaining that again. Mm-hmm. We all get it. We all get it, even though if Diego doesn't get it. It's like Diego. Sorry, there's no time for you. Um, <laughs> uh, Tyler explains hybrids. He's like, I'm one. You know, like we have all the perks of being a vampire, stronger, faster. We can still kill other vampires with our bite. But on the downside, we were sired to him. And also are made of tissue paper. Yeah. <laughs> we, we have uh, what, like minus three weakness against swords. Um, you know what? The class should have done. Mm-hmm. Even though it's not possible because they were humans. Should have made Chad and Dana hybrids. I would have loved to see Chad and Dana again. God, <laughs> gone too soon. <laughs> Beautiful <laughs> lights from our world. <laughs> you see you again. <laughs> it's been a long day without you, my friend. And I'll tell you all about it when I see you again We've come a long way from where we began Oh, I'll tell you all about it when I see you again When I see you again I wish on Legacies the kids would, like, someone would be wandering around Mystic Falls and there'd be, like, a big, huge memorial statue to Chad and Dana. Because <laughs> it's what we all deserve. I feel like that's something Lane would try to sneak in, and I would appreciate her for that. All right, well, Lane, if you're listening, do that, please. I'm begging you. <laughs> um, so... Tyler explains that Klaus killed all of the other hybrids, even though like Tyler took them all under his wing and he tried to help them. So like he is explaining all of the reasons he is not a fan. (laughs) Uh, And he's like, yeah, Klaus killed them for their betrayal. And who comes in to confirm all of this? But Rebecca, she's like, because that's what Klaus does. Uh, She says hello to Tyler. Tyler looks scared as fuck to see her yes so yeah uh in the episode that's dropping this week we went on about like hey remember when they like pretended for a second that like tyler as a new hybrid would like want to fuck rebecca or something <laughs> and they were like that's how we should have got revenge on Klaus. we should just fuck rebecca that's honestly like i know they say the best revenge is living well but i think the best revenge is fucking the sister that that person already wants to fuck you know but also fucking rebecca is living well that's matt donovan <laughs> that's Nadia oh <laughs> uh, yes but also so many people that Rebecca has fucked it has not ended well for them I mean let's see there's a list of people who it did end well for again Matt Donovan Nadia Stefan Salvatore Marcel Gerard they're all thriving 
Well, he was. To be fair, Marcel did have her taken away from him for fifty-two years post well, no, them I'm fucking. Saying, like they're fucking now because they weren't fucking then. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Fair, fair, fair. They better be fucking now. Like they they better be fucking now, right? Please God. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jill, were you happy to see a little bit of uh, Tyler Rebecca interaction before he was snatched from us? Ryler. What? Oh, Ryler. Ryler. Rebiler. <laughs> I called it Bex Tarsel with the three of us. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's the trouble. But, uh, I mean, yeah. that's the dream. All of this was great. <laughs> we started strong. <laughs> Could have had it all. We, we do love you. Come on the pod, please. Um, so Rebecca's like, what Tyler's about to tell you is that my brother can use his baby's blood to sire more hybrids. And I'm sure you can figure that out. Vampires don't stand a chance if he does this. Uh, Tyler, assume you're trying to rally everyone into making sure the baby isn't born. And he's like, Tyler's like, yeah, if you don't like it, go on and take your brother's side. But you know I'm right. Marcel, however, is so fucking smug and so fucking excited. I believe if this was not where I wrote in the chat, Siri play That's My Bitch from Watch the Throne, it should have been because he's just grinning and he's like, you've mistaken the lady's intentions. Or Buster Rhymes, I love my bitch. (laughs) Hell yes. Uh, And Rebecca's like, no. You're fucking right. My brother absolutely sucks shit. The last thing he needs is to sire a su- superior species. So, like, go on. Say whatever the fuck you want. And Marcel's like, yeah, she's not here to fight us. She's here to help us. Woo! Woo! But unfortunately, Rebecca snaps Tyler's neck and is like, but we're not hurting the baby. <laughs> not even unfortunately, because fortunately, because the way he, he treated Haley again is not all right and he he wants to kill a baby yeah it's not positive i just i've i've i mean i'm team tyler now you know i, I, I love yeah, the thing and the, the thing is they're, they're not they're not going to treat tyler well moving forward in vampire diaries this season i'm just gonna let you know nope guys why'd i agree to do this <laughs> <laughs> Because uh, Silas, uh, he's Ketia. dead. <laughs> um, there's just, I just there's just one scene upcoming in season five that I think about, and I'm just like, why did you do this to him? I was specifically saying a Tyler scene, not like some mm-hmm. other scene, but there is another scene that does not have Tyler, but affects Tyler, and I, I I'll, I'll rant, but yeah, yeah. Catherine's human. She's dying of old age. Stephen are making eyes. Nadja. <laughs> Jill for Nadja. You must continue. Russian Matt Donovan. <laughs> Gregor. You're oh, come on, it. <laughs> oh my God. Um, so God, Rebecca is so hot and I'm so proud of her. But anyways, uh, at the at the Michelson uh, plantation, Klaus is ranting to Cammy. He is like, they've all forsaken me, this my siblings. Hilarious. <laughs> this part of the scene is hilarious. Soon, then it, like, moves on to- as soon as this started, I was like, fuck, I'm not ready for they this. Have, <laughs> they have all forsaken me. <laughs> it's like, they're deceitful. <laughs> Uh. It is. I, I wrote my notes. LOL, he's really bitching to Cammy on a typewriter. <laughs> <laughs> They're 
their vicious lies about me. <laughs> Trusting others before their own blood. <laughs> and you, so here's the thing. Cammy makes a great point about all how all he does is repeat the same fucking things all about how they're all out to get him. Mm-hmm. That's great. We can stop her analysis there. But then she has to go on about her master's in psychology and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, you, there's, there's a line. And it's like, she starts a scene off fine. Mm-hmm. And she crosses that line into the parts that suck. Yeah. Yeah. Because she, she, she sounds like a human. Mm-hmm. And then she does not sound like a human. I, I will agree that she sells a little past the clothes. You know, she's like you like she says all these insightful things. And she's like, come on, of all the people in New Orleans, you chose someone with a master's in psychology. And I'm like, did you finish it? Like, there's something about like her thesis and stuff. Yeah, I'm like, thesis. you're not even a fucking real therapist yet. I did like, like I, when don't act like he's come to Sigmund Freud to vent. I will say like, the only reason her thesis becomes interesting later is just because who her thesis advisor is. I, and you know what? Cause you know, interesting characters <laughs> are always good. But Jill, you were saying, sorry, Jill. I was saying that in, uh, in this scene, I did really like when he was like, Oh, you can do that on your own time. And she's like, but you're taking my time. Yeah. So that's like at the, the end of the scene yeah. where it's like, but in, in between basically. It's yeah. Like okay. Book ended by good parts, but in the middle, it's just like, let's say, do all the things that we don't like about Cammy <laughs> that make her, not work when there's just like there's things that make her work just keep those it's one of those things where it's like you cut those out when you're revising please yeah it's 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 not a great like throwing around your master's degree is not a trait that characters i like do and it only you do that if you want us to not like the character because a grad student you're asking <laughs> them to be hated <laughs> It just does. It does feel like, and again, I, I have nothing against grad school. I'm, who knows? I might be there in a year well, myself. No. Whom's among us hasn't thought I should go to grad school at my lowest point in my life? Me. Like maybe me. I should just finally go to law school like my mom wants me to. Yeah, one hundred percent. So no judgment on grad school, but yeah, like, like constantly- no one hundred percent judgment on grad school. <laughs> again, I'm just saying constantly I, I yelling about your my degree. mom's like, yeah, next up law school. <laughs> being like i have my masters i'm like oh ah uh, yes a hero of the common people <laughs> but anyways uh she is drawing something and klaus is like what's that and she's like it's an ancient mystical plot i'm using to destroy you fuck off it's a tattoo design and that's when klaus has drawn her own time and she says this is my time you steal it from me which is super valid great but point also, if he wasn't just thinking about himself this seems to be like this doesn't seem like the type of tattoo you would get. Is this like, are you one of the people who's like, it's tribal? <laughs> it does look like a kind of like Faith Lahane around the bicep kind of a tattoo design. Yes. Yeah, exactly. And I was like, if Cammy was the kind of character who would get this tattoo, I would probably be much more attracted to it. But no, her. that's also like, that's a Sophie tattoo. Hello, Coyote Sophie. <laughs> Come that's back bisexual to me. Sophie tattoo. Also, no Sophie in this episode. Didn't notice her once. Elizabeth Davina, they mentioned her. Mm-hmm. Um, so we go to the garden and Marcel and Rebecca, you know, they're here. They're planning on where they're going to put Klaus. <laughs> Love that for them. 
they dump Tyler's uh, limp, lifeless body in a corner. <laughs> Yikes. No respect. <laughs> Fucking Tyler Lockwood is like both the Rodney Dangerfield and Jabberjaw of the t- Vampire Diaries universe. Doesn't get no respect. Uh, Marcel says, he, I have a spot picked out for Klaus out back. The only person he's going to be talking to for the next 52 years is himself. And Rebecca's like, why 52? And he says, one for each year that he kept you daggered in the 1800s. Mm. That's sweet, but like longer than 52. That's nothing. <laughs> um, fair, because Rebecca immediately is like, you mean like you let him keep me daggered for 52 years? He goes, but... I'll spend every year that class is here apologizing to you for it. And Rebecca's like, mm, well, all right. good boy. <laughs> good boy. Good boy. So we like, we need to get some context more about those 52 years and like how Marcel, you know, like how, how was he behaving during all of this? And I'm, I would assume he did not have a lot of agency over whether or not he could help or save Rebecca in that time based on the I- everything I know about Klaus. I'm trying to think uh, math-wise. That photo that um, Kimmy sees. Yeah, was... that was 1919. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, I think Rebecca was awake, but that was also like right before they fled. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So Rebecca's like, fine. Like as long as I get to experience just a tiny bit of happiness and that I can ensure that my niece isn't turned into a hybrid breeding machine. Like I'm fucking in, but you know, it's going to be tough to keep him here. Also, I realized that photo might might have been from the night they fled actually. Probably like a newspaper article. Yeah. Probably was the night they fled. Oh shit. Um, So this is where we talk about why Davina is off the board. He's like, I can't even get her out of the church attic. Like I can't rely on her to fight with Klaus and Rebecca's like, okay, then you need all of your best warriors. And um, Klaus is strong and crafty and betrayal makes him particularly nasty. Marcel brings up the very, very, very valid point, which is what we're doing is nothing Klaus hasn't done to both you and your brother four dozen times over. And I'm like, yeah, valid as shit. He's like, you're not getting second thoughts. She goes, no, just I have feelings of regret. Should have buried him a hundred years ago because that's a hundred years we could have been together. Uh, I did ask for this. <laughs> they kiss and he kisses her on the forehead. The forehead kiss. I was like, oh my god, that shit's so tender, guys. <laughs> <laughs> again, you know, I, I should be some Rebecca and Stefan, but like again, Stefan was the rebound for this, mm-hmm. and you, you can see. Okay, okay, <laughs> this is. The yeah, like it's no one's ever gonna understand. Like they, the the fact that the relationship is incestuous is why it is undeniable. Unfortunately, <laughs> it's like Rebecca needs someone who understands what she's been through with Klaus and how much she needs something different. Uh, so you know, the only person she could really be with was her brother's son. Well, that's also because like even for as much as Rebecca and Stefan liked each other, Stefan like put Klaus on a pedestal. He called him a, like a king and he's like he he would have chosen Klaus over Rebecca while Re- Rebecca was going to choose him over Klaus before she got daggered. Yeah. Um so it's it you know that's why it's Marcel no competition. Um then in the bayou 
Haley's, you know, like trying to nurse Elijah and he's not doing well. And he has a big flashback to uh, what my transcript says is 1821. And we see a very beautiful woman chilling in a bathtub. Her name is Celeste. Yes. As I noted before, obviously in the pilot, we see the flashback of all of the governor's plays. And you have Elijah with his very black girlfriend, Celeste. I was like, not a slave. She's just his girlfriend. There's chilling because they can do that because he's Elijah fucking Michelson. Fuck yes. So Celeste and Elijah are doing some like she's like in a bathtub. She's luxuriating. Elijah's like Celeste. And then Haley is like, wait, what the fuck? Because she saw that. She she saw that. She says to Elijah, whoever she was, she was smoking hot. Because, as we all know, Haley liked the ladies. <laughs> Haley, fuck a woman, please. <laughs> Haley was like, yeah, I'm cool with seeing all of these. Yeah, keep them coming. <laughs> yeah, if you want to, like, keep having these memories. <laughs> Elijah, I need you to show me more. It would be healthy for you to share with me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here just to help. <laughs> She's writing in her vampire diary. <laughs> Yeah, baby. Um, God, uh, love, love, love. Elijah's like, wait, you saw that? I let you enter my thoughts. What the fuck? Uh, then that's a that's a mind palace threesome right there. <laughs> oh, that's what we deserve. But uh, Elijah's like, are we being fucking watched? And outside there is that uh, blonde werewolf lady who will later find out is named Eve, uh, and she runs away. And Haley's like, hey, what the fuck? But she's gone. <laughs> then we cut to a a Josh and Klaus scene. Always a treat. I would argue that Josh is one of Klaus's better scene partners because I think he is in no way no way used to Klaus. Like the way other people are like, uh, but like everything he says to Josh is like the first crazy thing he's hearing. And he's like, what the fuck? <laughs> that's, like he's that's still a, in his first thousand hours, you know? Not to back on Cammy again, but like if you need an outsider's perspective, real like a real outsider's perspective, it's Josh. Josh makes me laugh so much. Klaus sneaks up on him and scares the shit out of him. And Josh is like, I'll never get used to that. Why do I get the feeling you studied theater? (laughs) (laughs) Klaus does have major theater. (laughs) And you know, because he replies, all the world's a stage, young Joshua. So he's hung out with Kenneth Branagh, you're saying? Oh, the immortal bard? Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Uh, Kenneth. Kenneth, please. Uh, as many jokes as we make about him, I'm like, I love Kenneth Brown. He fucking rules. Fucking love Kenneth Brown. <laughs> Thor, the first Thor, underrated. Underrated as fuck. <laughs> Have you guys seen Belfast? I haven't. Have no, you? but I want to, actually. Yeah, I hear it's great. Really, the only letterbox review I saw of a friend of mine was that it was bad, but also, who the fuck knows? I follow a bunch of dummies <laughs> who are my friends. <laughs> That's us. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> um, all right. Seamlessly. Like as if nothing happened. We weren't talking about the business. <laughs> <laughs> we would never. <laughs> um, so we cut from this this Klaus and Josh scene where Klaus is like, I got a plan that involves you to 
Josh going to Marcel and Rebecca, he lowers his car window like one inch. Well, to talk to them. We can't like get the sun anywhere near him. Of course, it's just so funny. Like the blocking of it. Three back to back scenes. It's just fucking perfect. As it fucking should be. Again, for everyone who's not watching Yellow Jackets, Josh is on Yellow Jackets, and I'm thrilled to see him. Oh, he is. I, I did not know. I, I'm like, this one thing I'm going to catch up on. I didn't know that. I knew he was on at least the past season of Roswell. Oh, cool, cool, cool. Good. And expand on that, please, for the podcast. <laughs> uh, um so so josh our beautiful prince is like uh, he shows up he's speaking to them through the inch of space in the window and marcel's like what do you got josh he goes what do i got klaus wants me to steal some dagger from you it's a test he knows i'm working for you i'm sure of it i love justin how is he a guest star and not one of the series regulars I, he should be number one on the call sheet. He should be the center of the poster, in my opinion. <laughs> it's like every serious, like all our serious poses, and Josh being like just terrified <laughs> and confused. <laughs> well, see, I want him doing like a sitcom pose where he's like throwing up his hands, like, what am I gonna do? Him and Davina like leaning back to back. Yes, Olsen Twins Mysteries pose. Yes. I actually would fucking love that. Um, so Rebecca's like, fuck, he wants to dagger us again. I gotta say, and all the people being like, oh, you hate Cammy. I think they ignored that. We, we were qu- quite good to Davina in that episode. And also, we are like nicer to Davina in general as it progresses. Yeah, our our big We Like Davina episode hasn't dropped yet because I just edited yeah. it. And it, it's good. It's the big harvest episode where we're like, Davina, good. Because yeah, again, like, like I've said, that episode's fucking gnarly. That episode's great. Holy mm-hmm. shit. Honestly. Violent. Fucking Agnes. <laughs> Agnes, bitch. That episode, <laughs> violent as fuck. Um, especially when we sing a, psycho, a parody of Psycho Killer entitled Child Killer. <laughs> <laughs> I do not recall doing that. Well, it's in the episode. <laughs> uh, and you can cut it out at your own discretion. because I, I am not going to. <laughs> Because that's hilarious. I unfortunately stand by it. Uh, (laughs) So uh, Marcel's like, look, don't worry, Josh. If he knew you were talking to me, he would have ripped your spine out through your nose by now. (laughs) (laughs) And that makes him feel worse. Josh is like, what the fuck? Now I feel totally at ease. Thank you. (laughs) I love him. Mm -hmm. Is that when his reaction is? Oh, good. (laughs) (laughs) so marcel's like here's the deal here's the deal i'm telling you searched high and low but you couldn't find the dagger then tell him you saw i had it on me and if he wants it he'll have to come and get it which won't be easy as i'm paranoid and have beefed up my posse josh is like okay bye then we have him back with (laughs) class poor guy bopping all over the place it's Uh, so funny So he says, right, so um, not doubting your mad vampire skills of destruction or anything, but Marcel's on red alert, surrounded by, like, an army. You're totally boned. (laughs) Unless 
Klaus, of course, wants to know what that unless means. He says, I overheard him arguing with Diego. He's clearing out the compound tonight for like a date or something. That's where he'll be. Klaus tells Josh that when he runs New Orleans, there'll be a permanent daylight ring in it for him for services rendered to your true king. <laughs> to which Josh replies, cool. <laughs> <laughs> it's dot, dot, dot. Cool. <laughs> I like the only person who reacts normally around Klaus is Josh. <laughs> Josh should be in every episode of all of these shows, just reacting to all the insanity that is happening. Who should Josh be friends with in Mystic Falls and who would he be like texting? Because like I would love like, is that a Josh Matt Donovan friendship where the two of them are like these fucking people? I can't <laughs> even. But like something tells me it's Jeremy. Josh tries to be friends with Bonnie, but she's too intense for him. He's like, oh, you have it so much worse. I like can't even complain to you. Like <laughs> I need someone who has it a little better so we can kind of like still shit talk. <laughs> Could have been Dana and Chad. Uh, <laughs> Should have been. <laughs> So Klaus then says, but if you ever betray me, I'll make sure you spend the rest of your eternal life in exquisite agony, wishing for a merciful death. Bye. Also, by the end of the episode, he does still think Josh is on his side, right? So is Josh getting that ring? Hey. Fingers crossed. Because, yeah, Josh wasn't part of the fight. He was part of that massacre. No, he's, he washed his hands of that <laughs> shit. He steered clear. So off of poor Josh's plight, we cut to... <laughs> St. Anne's Church, Klaus has decided to pay, to pay a little visit to Father Kieran. Um, and they're they're going to drink together. Uh, this is when LaToya made a very good point <laughs> about Kieran's vibes. Well, yes, he is, has like the tiredness in th- like three episodes that Alaric Saltzman had. <laughs> I really felt that one with uh, Kieran in this. So I was like, I'm tired too, man. <laughs> you would think it would be Three seasons of Father Kieran. It has not been. No, he's just weary. (laughs) And he wants to drink. And for that, I do not judge him. Um, Klaus talks to him about his relationship with Camille. He's like, I'm sure you've, like, noticed the gaps in her memory. I compel her. First, it was because she was a useful spy. But now I do it for her own protection. And Kieran's like, fucking hell. (laughs) And Klaus is like, she won't let things be. You know, she keeps thinking about what Sean did when he, like, killed everybody here. If she finds out that, like, vampires and witch hexes were involved, she'll dig and dig until she gets herself killed. And New Orleans will be the death of her. She needs to leave. And as ironic as it may seem, I believe it should be her choice. (laughs) What now? (laughs) Just fucking compel her. There's no... This scene, as much as he explained it, Makes no sense. Just do it. Just get rid of her. You don't have a connection with this girl. Yeah. And he talks about how, like, she gave me a piece of her mind, uh, like, earlier today, and I would have killed others for less, but I care about her. And I'm like, what? Like, okay. But if you care about her, send her away. He's like, I care about her and believe that she should be sent away and also have the ability to make sure that happens. But I won't. So he tells Father Kieran, convince her to Sorry, leave New Orleans. I just want to point out that both Latoya and I were just shaking our heads. <laughs> <laughs> and look, it, it, you're right to do it. 
<laughs> and he's like, if you don't make her leave, I'll compel her to go. And I'm like, fucking start with that. Do it. Like, yes. The, he's not arguing against it. No one is because it makes the most fucking sense. Like actively this man who's like, you're a piece of shit for waiting into my niece's mind is like, but if you wouldn't mind making her leave, that would be cool. And Klaus is like, nope, not I. I am too good a man. Goodbye. And then Kieran goes on to fail miserably because he does not have, you know, the power of compulsion to, you know, make her stop thinking about things. Or the power of normal human persuasion. (laughs) (laughs) Such a deeply wooden, you should probably like get out of here though, right? And she's like, no. And he's like, ah, but what if he did? (laughs) That's like me trying to convince someone to do something. (laughs) When you're a hot guy with a hot voice, like you think that can get you everywhere. And that's what Father Kieran's doing. To be fair, she is immune because she is related to him. Was like, <laughs> exactly. I'm not like a, some kind of Michaelson. Like, you cannot <laughs> do that to me. Every person that goes to confession is like, I guess I- I'm good now because Father Kieran said it. Because, like, listen to it. Everyone's oh waiting God. for that meal, like in Fleabag. Oh, yeah. Oh. I would. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, big Fleabag vibes when Rebecca was yeah. in his confessional. And I can't believe none of you mentioned it. Neither of you mentioned it. I was like going to say something. I'm like, maybe I'm being too horny. <laughs> but also love triangle. <laughs> if he was like, Rebecca, if you really want a normal life, you have to be with a normal man. And it's me. I'd be like, well, let's hear him out. <laughs> It would be rude not to. All y'all ampies are giving a shit for not liking Cammy. Why don't you give us some love for wanting to fuck Father Kieran? <laughs> yeah, we're brave. <laughs> uh, so then in the bayou, Haley kind of starts giving Elijah like a little bit of a sponge bath. So he then flashes back to a memory of another bath. This <laughs> all makes sense. <laughs> what a great scene. Good fucking God. (laughs) Celeste is lounging in her bubble bath like the fucking queen she is. And she's like, can you help me? And he's like, nah, I'm enjoying the view. Yeah. (laughs) It's perfection. Oh, my goodness. And I think he like leans against the wall, too. When you get a good lean in. Mm hmm. Yeah, he's like, I am happy just looking. We good. all are. We all yeah. are. We all would like to look. Um, Celeste is like, your brother's up to no good. He's challenging all of these people to duels. <laughs> Klaus is just murdering people by challenging them to duels repeatedly, like to the point where it's becoming a problem. Crazy. <laughs> Um, Elijah's like, I don't know. I'm like sick of him. Can't you just like cast a spell to make him less awful? And she's like, it would take a hundred witches to do that. Also, he only listens to you. Mm. Apparently not. Gonna read it the next one. He says, yes, he certainly needs a little discipline. A spanking of some kind is in order. I think I shall need some rehearsal. Come. This is after he kissed her foot. He kisses her little foot. And then he says he 
talks about spankings like this. He's got it bad and I'm here for it. Yes. Extremely. Yes. And here's what the bullshit is. Like Klaus will just fucking kill Rebecca's boyfriend like at a party. But for Elijah, he makes it as terrible as fucking possible. He has to go like the coward's way to do it, basically. Oh, yeah. It's fucking horrific. So um, to where we are in the episode, we flash back to present day. Elijah's like, fuck, I am really going through it. Like, I'm having all of these torturous memories. And I'm like, I don't know. That seemed pretty nice. (laughs) And he's like, you gotta go. And she's like, you don't like people taking care of you? And he says, there are consequences for those that care. I will not have you pay that price. Uh Gentlemanly shit. But also, Haley, talk about how hot that was. Yeah. (laughs) I would love to have a quick chat with Haley and be like, girl, what are you thinking? (laughs) (laughs) Honey. She's like, I wish I had a bathtub right now. She needs a group chat with us in it. (laughs) For real, I do feel like she needs someone to vent to about her thirst. Like the only quote unquote friend she has is Rebecca and she can't be like, I want to fuck your brother so bad. (laughs) (laughs) Like I get that's impolite. But also Rebecca's like, I don't care for you every time they have a conversation. What if she said that and Rebecca was like, oh, Klaus? Yeah, totally. <laughs> <laughs> and Haley was like, no, you freak. Been there, done that. <laughs> Elijah. No. And she's like, really? I don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> So Haley says to him, so you're having weird retro sex dreams. Get over it. I'm staying. Hmm. (laughs) The lady doth not protest too much. (laughs) She's like, can I get these in HD? (laughs) (laughs) Tony, 1080p. (laughs) Every time Amazon's like HDR and that's what happens for the flashback. Please. The crisp. This flashback you've ever seen. <laughs> Beautifully photographed. Um, so Haley's like, yeah, I think the gal that's watching us is the one who left the Bible. Be cool if she could talk to me and stay here. And Elijah's like, okay, well, go. Like, you came here to get information about your family, not to play nursemaid to a vampire with a temperature, <laughs> which I love. And uh, Haley refuses. She's fucking staying because she's ride or die. And that's, uh, in my opinion, cute. I approve. Yeah. Then at the abattoir, we have a Klaus and Marcel scene. The trumpet. The trumpet is going in the scene. My notes are the dot 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 trumpet (laughs) question mark. I I felt like, wait, did he take Thierry out of the garden? Truly, I think that would have been the greatest reveal ever if, like, the trumpet was playing and then out of the shadows stepped Thierry with his trumpet and his hat and was like, well, 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 look where we found ourselves. (laughs) And Klaus was like, fuck. That would have, like, taken Klaus off his game, I think, actually. I think that would have scared him, yeah. But basically, Klaus is like, hey, you're avoiding my calls. And Marcel's, yeah, I'm a little pissed lately. Uh, Klaus says, you have something of mine. I want it back. And Marcel's like, nope. <laughs> he shows that he has the dagger. And then Rebecca joins him. Ah! Klaus's fucking face. Good. 
<laughs> Suck it. <laughs> the Suck least it. he deserves. <laughs> He's like, what the fuck is this? And Rebecca's like, apologies for your behavior. You don't apologize. You just act. I've had enough. We have had enough. The idea that like these two people who've had their lives repeatedly ruined and specifically their relationship repeatedly ruined by this man are finally being like enough of your shit um, to me is good. To me is powerful. To me is exciting. (laughs) Agreed. Yeah. I love them. Good for them. (laughs) So Klaus is like, oh, look at you, you know, in possession of the thing that can take you down. How does it feel? And Rebecca says, great. Uh, Marcel does a little whistle and a group of his like his guys kind of surround them and Klaus starts to monologue and he's like so this is it that evil bastard Klaus has gone too far and must be punished and by his own sibling nonetheless Shut how positively up. biblical <laughs> even, right? you, even you doing the Klaus impression has <laughs> made me <Jill> furious <laughs> her teeth are on edge <laughs> you think you can subdue me me the hybrid <laughs> he is like I fucking taught you better than this, Marcel. You really think this is enough? And Marcel's like, nope, but this is. And he whistles again and like a bunch more guys show up. So things are not looking good for Klaus. Then in the bayou, Elijah's all sweaty and he's like, Celeste, forgive me. Um, In his memory, he recalls meeting with Klaus with his past hair uh, and it Klaus is just dueling with guys and shooting them in the head and killing them. And I'm like, <laughs> what is this? Yeah, and Elijah's like, uh, maybe stop so our father doesn't find us. And then that's when Klaus reveals that he's a fucking little bitch. He's like, oh yeah, I've sent the rumor that like all of the bodies are a result of the witches doing blood sacrifice for their rituals. And Elijah's like, what the fuck? Celeste is one of those people you just pointed a finger at. And Klaus is like, who's Celeste? He calls her a harlot and a rat. I will fucking kill this little bitch. I'll join. He says uh, harlots are like rats in the quarter. You trip over one every step you take. Just like the woman you love is actually replaceable and means nothing. And I'm going to keep shooting people in the head for no reason because I think it's fun. Again, he could have just like you know, threw her off a staircase the way he did Rebecca's boyfriend. Mm -hmm. But nope, he had to do this to have her killed. Yeah. So he's like, well, unfortunate. I hear they're rounding up all the witches as we speak. Elijah wakes. He like screams. He's freaking out. Uh, And then he uh, clearly has begun to hallucinate because he chokes the fuck out of Haley and pushed her up against a wall and is like, Niklaus, I'll kill you. (laughs) Yikes. Um, Then the uh, werewolf gal shows up and stakes Elijah in the back. And Haley's like, phew, thanks so much. Then at the abattoir, Klaus is doing another monologue about how he's a hybrid and he can't be killed. And he's like, Are, like how long do you guys really think Marcel's going to be in power? Like, what if one of you helped me? So he does the thing that Marcel did to Josh and he pulls out a gold coin and he, sa- and he puts it on the ground. And he says, whoever picks it up first gets to live. Which one of you magnificent bastards wants to join me? Marcel's like, hey, anyone who wants that fucking coin should get it right about fucking now because we're going to get going in a sec. And no one goes for it because loyalty. 
Uh, and Marcel's like, fucking take him. Jeez. Our sequence begins. Klaus is fucking people up. So before we get into the fight part of this, I do want to mm-hmm. tell you guys. I think it wasn't this whole scene that was spoiled for me, but I saw on TikTok, um, it was like them facing each other. And I think it was this scene. And mm-hmm. I saw a commenter. If this commenter listens to this podcast, I'm very sorry. Mm-hmm. This commenter said, this is like a lion or a puppy facing a lion. Talking about Marcel as the puppy. <laughs> and I was like, how uh, dare you? He's <laughs> like, is this your king like i i don't i don't understand i would say it's i mean this is exactly happened in lion king but like this is the comparison it's simba facing scar but before the third act because it's like it's it's act structure basically yes marcel fails but like we're in episode eight there's still time for him to not fail this is like is dark night of the soul but like Mm -hmm. come on yeah, I'm just you know, as a as a writer, <laughs> please, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I yes. just wanted to tell you guys because I saw that and was like, what the fuck? Yeah, call that... Marcel a puppy. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's cute, but <laughs> also you're a racist ass bitch. Yeah, fuck you. <laughs> we'll fight you. I don't care. Um, so yeah, the fight fucking rules. He's breaking spines. He's breaking necks. He's throwing people all over the place. Everyone is coming at him and it is just not really working. They eventually kind of like start putting him in chains. This is, I, again, I just uh, rewatched Charlie's Angels this past yeah. weekend. I kind of wish mm-hmm. that Blur's song too was playing there during this. <laughs> Would have been a great touch. Um <laughs> So Klaus ends up like he wolfs out. He gets his wolf eyes and Rebecca's like, oh, no. Um, And he rips off the chains and he just keeps killing people like it's Marcel's losing guys left and right. It's not looking good. Like Klaus is like, Marcel, come finish this. Yeah, it's he's doing well, but they, they do overpower him. And then he goes into beast mode mm-hmm. when the werewolf eyes uh, go. And then Rebecca's like, fuck. She drops the dagger. She's like, fuck. Mm-hmm. And then he starts chomping left and right. It's bloody nine mode. Yes, very. <laughs> yeah, he has you know, he has one more mode and he and he pops it on. Although, you know, Logan can't control when the bloody nine comes out and Klaus can. But, um, oh my God. Uh, Rebecca's just like, you need to take the coin, Marcel. Like she fully is just like, I am not going to lose you because, you know, like this isn't our fight. Like this isn't when we win. So either you submit right now or like we're all going to fucking die. And he's like, he'll kill you. End it. Pick up the coin. So he does. Here's the thing we should know because everything's succession now. Sorry, mm-hmm. Jill. Mm-hmm. House is Logan Roy. <laughs> I've um yeah like I've I've seen Marcel get fucked before. I've never seen Klaus get fucked once. <laughs> Klaus is Logan Roy. Uh, <laughs> every scene with him and Rebecca is Logan mocking Shiv. <laughs> a scene I a clip I rewatched over and over and over again. And I agree with everyone. If he did that to me, I would just get into a ball and cry. <laughs> I love my flop wife, Shiv. Um, I think, yeah, I think it's, so Elijah's Kendall, uh, Rebecca's Shiv, and I do think Marcel is Roman. 
<laughs> my beautiful, Josh my is beautiful Greg. boy. Josh is Greg. <laughs> From season yeah. one, I can agree that Josh is Greg. But there also, we go. I love that Rebecca and Marshall are siblings. Mm-hmm. He's not Tom. They're siblings. No, they're siblings. Like, I mean, I think it is kind of important to. <laughs> but um, there will be, I think there might be some shifting of which Roy character they are as seasons go on, but mm-hmm. with additional characters added. But yeah, I'm going to say as the series progressed, I think that <laughs> I'm trying to say this to, without spoiling Joe. So you know, my beloved character who showed up to, you know, help to help someone die. Mm-hmm. I think she is actually probably Roman. Mm, okay. Oh, okay. Thing. From what you know from her on just on legacies, you don't know that she's a fucking chaos monster. That's she's important. Like a normal person every time she shows up on legacies, doesn't she? She says seem normal. Yeah, she doesn't seem as chaotic, but I can tell, you know, she's there to. She's not. I was saying like um, in the Discord, I'm like, which one of the of the garbage blank are like actually my favorite? And I'm like, mm. she's actually my favorite of the garbage blank. Mm. <laughs> okay, good, good, good. So Marcel holds the coin out and Klaus is just eating it up with a spoon. He's so fucking thrilled. He's like, Marcel, the self-proclaimed king of New Orleans is bowing before me. And Marcel pledges his allegiance. His, you have the keys to my kingdom. It's yours. And Klaus is smiling. He's so happy. He really is Logan Roy. <laughs> he is. He's like, I win. <laughs> I have you beat. Klaus yells. So then. <laughs> he asks Marcel, are you a sicko? <laughs> he would ask if Marcel's a sicko. <laughs> Again, it's a comedy, Jill. This is a comedy. Are a you British a British comedy? <laughs> Are, you- Are you a sicko? Are you a queer? <laughs> Are you a queer? <laughs> Are you scared of pussy? <laughs> Are you scared of pussy? Nearly killed me. I fell off my couch. Um, but so at the cemetery, p- poor Cammy, she's cleaning her twin brother's defaced grave once again. Yeah, again, because we've seen her do it before, actually. <laughs> Yeah, and she's like, it's the second time this week. And Kieran shows up and he's like, actually, it's the third. I cleaned it up the day before yesterday. Fuck. Maybe he should not have started the conversation that way. Let's let's go through the ways that Kieran fucked this up. Yeah. Yeah, Cammy's like, oh, it's pointless. So, like, that's number one. And then he says, look, um, like, he says, folks need to heal. Sean killed innocent people and no one's getting over that anytime soon. Which is, like, not gentle, but fair. It was relatively recent. That's the thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Cammy's like, I think I'm losing it like he did. She shows him like the piece of paper with the quote unquote tattoo drawing on it. And she's like, this, these lines, it's a secret code Sean and I used to use when we were kids. I have no memory of drawing it. And I'm like, but why haven't you decoded it yet? Like if I found a coded message in my <laughs> pocket, the first fucking thing I'm doing is sitting down and decoding that motherfucker. I'm not going <laughs> to clean any graves. But I also like, obviously, gaslighting is bad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but the you make Kieran do all of this better. He should have lied and said there's they have a, a a history of like mental illness or something in their family. Like that's the thing because Kieran's whole thing is like there was no reason like this would happen to Sean or anything like mm-hmm. that. It's like 
maybe you got to tell the lie that this is something that happens in your family. Yeah. If he was like, this happened with Sean, you need to check yourself in somewhere right the fuck now. Like that would get her out of the also, action. Th- having her committed would also, you know, it's as a therapist, great. who is <laughs> oh, as an aspiring therapist, she should have a therapist. <laughs> That's like actually a thing. Yeah. She should have a therapist that should be very confused. <laughs> yeah. She shouldn't, honestly, maybe not tell Kira. She should be telling her therapist mm-hmm. that she should have. <laughs> she really should. So Kieran gives her a hug and he's like, maybe you should leave town for a while. Give your head some space. I know you're Dean. You could put your thesis on hold. He didn't ease into it. That's the thing. You, what you need to do is have like a long family conversation and then make that the conclusion. You need to make it her idea. And then she, and then you're like, that's such a good idea. Because again, what we learned, the, at least what the show told us of the, of the many lives of uh, Cammy, is that she's new to New Orleans. So mm-hmm. is it, so is it that she just, where did she go to grad school? <laughs> Would love to know. But I also because just, yeah. She's at least now going to Tulane, I'm guessing. Yeah. That's a school I know. <laughs> yeah, that's real. That's a place. Uh, yeah. She says, she's like, I can't go. Like, this means something. And I don't know what. And Kieran says, not everything has meaning. Which I'm like, you're starting to lose her. She's a therapist. Everything has meaning to her. You know how her, her fucking brain works. <laughs> yeah, he's like, sometimes you have to let it go. Leave New Orleans. This town isn't for everyone. Please. Maybe and I'm like, go a day in her life. Yeah. I, I, and I and I respect that because neither will I. The first time she took psych 101, she's like, I'm not going not to let you go. <laughs> Here's the thing. I took psych in high school, so I didn't get to become the obnoxious uh, psych student. Ooh. I uh, say that for college, but I became the obnoxious film student for my first two years. Beautiful. I just go to therapy so much that I pretend I know things about it. Yeah. <laughs> I think I stopped being an obnoxious film student when an even more obnoxious film student was like, you know, I love my TV. It was like slandering TV. It's like, there could never be a show like Memento like <laughs> on TV. It's like, at this point, there there will be a memento show. It's gonna happen. It's like, this. It's Cammy. Cammy is fucking memento <laughs> disease. <laughs> in the in the words of uh, John Mulaney on Curl Show, do you have fucking memento disease? The fact that she said it was a tattoo that is proof that this is memento. They are stealing. From. <laughs> sometimes we steal from angels. Sometimes we steal from Christopher Nolan. So, Vampire Diaries, we steal from Angel. The originals, we steal from Christopher Nolan. Legacies, we steal from Christopher Nolan again. And also Star Wars. Yes. Um, So, unfortunately, this doesn't work. Um, What do we, uh, and um, nice answers only, please. What do we feel is the underlying emotional thing that is keeping Cammie in New Orleans? Because, like, clearly it's something. She's like, I have no memory, but there's something emotionally telling me, like, I need to stay here and I need to figure out. Are we to believe it's her connection with Klaus? I thought it was, like, the mystery of her brother because she doesn't think that her brother was yeah. would do that. Yeah, it's, like, it's, it's more, I think, the conflicted feelings because she knows, Klaus told her, like, just to move on from that. Mm-hmm. But, like, she's having moments where it's, like, well, here's how I should normally behave, but for some reason I'm not. It's just Klaus did a like Klaus did a first year vampire's job on compelling her, to be honest. 
you got to put something back. You can't just take things away, you know? Yeah, he did like a fucking remedial job on her compulsion. That's the only reason why the story is happening. Like, I do, in a way, like, I think this is probably the the Cammy, the only Cammy storyline I like, Mm -hmm. which is her, like, trying to pick up the pieces and, like, giving herself clues when she is um, in, like, Cloudstone, where she has, like, her faculties. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, the only reason it works is because Klaus had to have fucked up in his compulsion. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, Klaus has to make mistakes for this to work. But yeah, I don't know. I wish like, like, I, I just do really wish Cammy was working more for me. Cause again, I, I like to like things and, um, and, and it's, I, I just don't I, feel any of it. I don't think Leah pipes is a bad actress. Same I here. think what's on the page is not good for her. And she can't, she's, I don't even know if she's doing the best she can. Like, she's doing the best she can with certain parts of it. I think the parts, and we'll see more of it, like, where she is kind of coherent and enough to, like, you know, do mm. things. Because obviously she made the the code mm. once she was under, like, in, in Clouds' realm. And she, like, secretly did it while she was still in his thing. So, yeah. it's like, she's smart enough to do that. Mm. I think that what we see there, like, Leah Pipes does a great job. But I just baseline cammy i think fucking sucks <laughs> and there's nothing you can really do about that and i don't even know if there's like i don't know if there's like an actor who could pull it off at this point yeah i just the way that this character is written i don't know if a replacement actor could fix it you know like let's say okay obviously we've had lauren cohen as rose we love her lauren cohen I think she's a great actress. I love her and just like everything to the point where like sometimes like, should I just watch The Walking Dead? I'm not going to do that. Me and John Bernthal. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> she couldn't pull this off. Yeah. It, well, it's just, I think it's, it's hard because it's again, like I, I know what she is versus. She mm. would like to have her mind back to herself. Um, but like, you know, I know she's, she's against being mind controlled. She's against what happened to her brother. But again, it's like, I, I don't know. I think it's, again, a, a case of not knowing what she's for, not knowing, like, if she's a therapist, that means, like, she wants to help people. So is she seeing all of the brokenness around her and, like, having sympathy? Because I think there, um, as someone who's watched half of The Sopranos, uh, the thing about, like, Tony Soprano's therapist is that she is really, really invested in his case. Like, overly so she's like i want to give this person like the therapy that they need and that they deserve and i want to be impartial even though she's like breaking all of these rules of her own practice to do so and that to me is like it, it maybe like a guiding post for cammy like it even though Klaus is doing all of this shit that like a normal therapist would have to like report um if she really thinks he needs the care I feel like that would be an interesting thing for her to be for, but mm-hmm. that doesn't quite seem like where we're at because she's always like necessarily attempting to hold him accountable for things that mm-hmm. he will not be held accountable yeah. for. And I think, again, I think it's specifically the writing and the, the character is the issue. It's not Leah, Leah Pipes. I need to make that clear because we've, we've also talked about like actors who just don't work on the show, mm-hmm. like on these shows. Mm-hmm. I don't think she is the issue. No. Like, say Cammy was, like, just a full-blown, like, therapist. Like, her, she's not a not a bartender with, like, a master's degree. Like, she is a therapist. 
maybe that even makes the character better. It totally could. Yeah. Um, Jill, what do you think about all of this? Are you just, you're fine with her? I'm fine with Cammy. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. All right. Uh, we'll, we'll stop uh, beating our dead horse. But I, I do agree. I think that it's probably not an actress problem just because when mm-hmm. she does have the good lines that they give her, she can do them so well. Like mm-hmm. that was apparent in the episode where yeah. we were talking about her politics when she has that one line <laughs> in the scene that you guys don't like. No, I thought that she was really good in that scene. Yeah. I just felt that like I am frustrated because it's very close, in my opinion. That was the episode where it was like she has been multiple characters at this point. I don't know which one is the correct yeah. character. Yeah, it's I can't put my finger on it yet, but hopefully maybe I will instead of circling the drain. Yeah, I do know because as we all we discuss fandom a lot, that a lot of fandom, of course, attack Leah Pipes for things like I, I don't think Leah Pipes no. is the problem. No, Leah I, Pipes I, good. I, I, we will make this clear. Yeah, just in case anyone thought yeah. that was ever yeah, the case. No, no, no. It's not, it's not that at all. Yeah, we just, I think, want better for like, I, I, I guess I am spoiled by the good human character that is Matt Donovan. And I, I would like um, a more full-fledged person who feels like they care about the people and the community because she just sometimes feels like she's in a bubble and it's weird. Like she doesn't always feel connected to the story for me. Yeah. Um, yeah. I do feel that in this one too. Sorry to keep. keep oh, no, getting- no, please. This, but I did feel that in this one too. Is she was very much sidelined, and it feels like she's continually sidelined. And I'm like, if you're gonna have her, put her in the story. <laughs> because now at this point, Marcel is with Rebecca, so they're not even gonna pretend that he cares about Cammy at all. So we can't even have that anymore. Yeah, and and she's so sidelined. It just feels like she doesn't even need to be there. So like her scenes to me feel forced. Feel like, all right, you know, we have a series regular, we need to service. Let's give her a scene. I I just don't find that those scenes are very relevant to the things that are going on in the rest of the story. Like she challenges Klaus and tells him all of this valid stuff he needs to hear, to which he does not listen or does not care and instead is like they all do like rebecca and elijah also say these things to him he still doesn't fucking listen so yeah it just kind of doesn't feel like she's doing something that couldn't be done by other characters um or that she really is bringing a specific unique perspective to her role in the like a cami as like a character yeah because like the outsider point of view perspective of the show as we've said they make sense to belong to either Haley or josh not so much cami she just it feels again like a, a caroline insert without having the qualities of caroline either so it's not helpful yeah any any last thoughts on cami before we continue with our app? all good continue Okay. okay <laughs> I'm just, cool. I, I, I don't I don't feel bad for not liking Cammy because like fuck off. But also <laughs> at the same time, like I, I want to make clear what the issues are. And again, it's not Leah Pipe's fault because mm. I do feel like it gets lumped into like just being like an actor thing. And like yeah. with Davina, who we have come to appreciate, we we have like called out Danielle Campbell's acting in general, but like not as much as other people's terrible mm. acting on these shows mm. so but also and we've we've come around more on Davina in general when she's written well 
because yeah. it, it does come down again to the writing mm-hmm. for these these quote unquote flop characters as we call them. It, it, a lot of it just comes down to the writing specifically. Yeah, I mean, you can save a lot of stuff by you know making their positions and scenes compelling and stuff. But you know, uh, what are you gonna do? Our next scene takes place in the bayou. Uh, Love it's it. It's an Eve and Haley scene. Eve says, I'm sure you've got questions. <laughs> Can I t- tell you something about Eve, which is something I've thought from my initial thoughts for the series is that Eve is either 22 or 52. <laughs> I could not tell you how old this woman is. No sense of it. She has real, like, J. Smith Cameron in True Blood vibes. <laughs> That's Sam's mom. Ah. <laughs> I was like, oh, I don't know who that is. <laughs> don't worry, I got you. She's Jerry on Succession. Ah. Um, so Haley's like, yeah, I have a lot of questions. Who are you? Why are you following me? Where the hell is everyone? <laughs> if the people in this book are really my family, what happened to them? She says, okay, I'm Eve. Like, I'm following you because you brought an original where it's like to werewolf country, uh, which is not good. That's why everyone's gone. Uh, and if you want to know what happened to the people in that family tree, Marcel happened. What um, family tree? I'm sorry. You, you didn't, didn't ask, ask for this. For this. <laughs> Nobody, Nobody ever does. does. <laughs> this is not your legacy. <laughs> Remember how that ruined a, an otherwise great scene? <laughs> Really? No, it's a Bonnie Jeremy scene. (laughs) Well, no, because it's also um, a Tyler Caroline scene. Oh, it cuts to that while the song. Bonnie Jeremy, and then it kept yeah, horrific. (laughs) Um, so Haley's like, "Wait, what did Marcel do?" And he's like, "He killed most of the werewolves here, and like everyone who actually managed to survive, he had a witch curse them, and the." Uh, yeah, he's like, the curse swaps nature around. It made it so, like, all of the werewolves are wolves all the time, except for the full moon when they're human. <laughs> That's a pretty good prank. It's a pretty good prank. Jill, what do you think about what's being done to these wolves? <laughs> yeah, that sucks. <laughs> it's basically like if um, the sun and the moon curse was actually real. <laughs> uh, I, I would hate that. Actually, yeah, I would hate that. <laughs> but also sucks. good because we don't have to see gerald gerald <laughs> it's keeping him from us so if you want something to shake your fist at for keeping you from gerald it is marcel and his curse that he put on that curse you marcel one of our last emails brought him up and it was very funny because they of course agreed about <laughs> his stupid voice <laughs> good i can't uh, wait elijah shows up <laughs> here let me see, let me see what the, the email says uh, I think it's the one who, let's see, not that one, not the one who offers you your firstborn. We get like Ooh. a few uh, <laughs> emails. Uh, let's see. Side note, uh, this is from, I'm, I can't pronounce that, so never mind. <laughs> They'll figure it out when they hear it. Side note, I also hated Mr. Deep Voice, aka Jackson. I wanted someone to feed him to the alligators after he was introduced. Not my Gerald. <laughs> I would like to see him fed to alligators. That would rule. But also, if you are a fan of him, Jill. You probably will be at this point. No. Jill doesn't like boring people. I feel like it it if he was sillier, no, has no problem with Cammy, apparently. So yeah, fair enough. Her biggest we'll thing see. for me is she's in every like, all of her scenes are with Klaus. Yeah. So like <laughs> so you should hate her more. <laughs> you hate Klaus. 
I just have no interest. You know, if Klaus never fucked around with Tyler, but he was still exactly the same, would you love Klaus? No, because no. you were really liking Klaus before. I feel like Tyler was a part of it, but at this point, I'm just so fucking sick of his whole deal. He makes everyone miserable. Yeah, he, he does have the same beats, and it, it, I think it works a lot because Justin Morgan is very good, but it's also hilarious. Because you know what the beats are going to be, like him crying at the end. I'm so like, tired of it. His mascara tears. So, and it's nothing against Joseph Morgan. He's great. I just mm-hmm. like, um. The king. Oh, my God. I, yeah, again, Joseph Morgan, I love you. Come on the pod <laughs> and we'll talk first law with you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I fucking love you, king. <laughs> um, Elijah shows up and is like, hey, I'm fine now. <laughs> um, but what I'm about normal you, now. Bitch? Yeah, I'm normal now. <laughs> <laughs> and Eve tells Haley, like, keep your mark covered up. Like, I burned mine off. You have to stay safe. And Eve leaves. And Elijah's you like, burn it well. I get so there was a mark there. It's a very circular burn. <laughs> when they showed, like, the, at first, I'm like, I guess, it's, is that the crescent moon thing? <laughs> I didn't realize it was burned. <laughs> I assumed it was as well. <laughs> um, then at the abattoir, like, all the bodies are being laid out. And Diego and everyone's huh. like pulling alcohol over him to just burn them. Diego fucking breaks my heart here. Really, like I said, like I'm having a second look at Diego this mm-hmm. time, and it's like Jesus. I I feel so bad for him. Yeah, I mean, if you think about it, like he was in a he was, he was living it up. He was doing pretty sweet. He's hanging out with Marcel. He's hanging out with Thierry. He's having a ball. He's a day walker. Like they're finally on top and everything's going well. And he feels like he's in a place where he is respected. Yeah, they're, and- they're living entourage, those three. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then Klaus Michelson shows up. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure the the witches weren't happy, but uh, but Diego was happy. <laughs> Who do you think Diego's fucking? <laughs> oh my god! I hope, I hope uh, whoever he wants, um, I hope, uh, I hope he's doing great. Like, I want nothing but good things for the boy. So I Mary like- was fucking, but and you know who Marcel's fucking all the time. But like, yeah, Diego, who are you fucking? Uh, Diego may introduce you to my good friend Josh. I was just gonna say that. <laughs> See, I was uh, a my good friend, good. Father Kieran. Hey. Ooh. <laughs> um, okay, a lot of um, let us know who you want uh, Diego to fuck. Uh, we so, just said Diego's gay, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's gay in Spartacus, so I immediately was like, gay in this? Good. <laughs> I don't um, think he's not gay in Jessica Jones, but he'd also have just been controlled to not be gay. So who knows? Who knows? Um, so Klaus is giving Marcel shit and is like looking at what you wrought as if this is all his fucking fault. And Marcel's like, fuck you. If you're going to kill me, get it over with. And Klaus is like, no, you picked up the coin. Like, I can't kill you. You know, there are rules. Um, he goes, but I do want to talk about accommodations. Like your living quarters used to be mine. And he's like, fine, like have it. Put me back on the street. Let's make one thing clear. You will never have this loyalty. You can't buy it. You can't own it. You can't force it. It comes only out of love and respect for the people who believe in you. You taught me many things, Niklaus Michelson. Love the use of the full name here. Mm -hmm. But this I learned myself, and it is something you will never know. Enjoy your kingdom. That is not a puppy. That is a man. (laughs) And I I love every time a family member calls him, like, Nick or Nick Klaus. I just, I love it. 
I love it. Yeah, the intimacy of it. But like for for this, it's like it's the formality of it. Yeah. You know, it's 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 you being, you know, first, last, and middle named. You know, mm-hmm. it's like he's over it. And I fucking love that. Like, and Marcel leaves and Klaus watches the bodies be burned. And it's like, this is the fucking choice you made, dude. You have nobody to blame but yourself. But also at the same time, I do love at least one of the Michaelsons now living in their home mm. because like I, I've said it before, like we're, we're, we're not going to stay in this plantation. Like, mm. Eventually, like everyone's going to be home where they should be. There's also great set. Yeah. So we're going to fill out the set finally because people will be home. But also like, let's get let's burn that plantation to the fucking ground, shall yeah. we? We need to get out of there. Yes, please. <laughs> so I'm like, yes, he's moving in. Yes, he's a piece of shit. But yes, he's moving in. Yes, he's going home where he should be. Yes. Uh, unfortunately, our next scene takes place at the plantation. Uh, <laughs> Haley and Elijah arrive there in their car. And Haley's like, thanks for the ride. And Elijah's like... That was awkward, right? <laughs> he says he pulls he's, his collar like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> he says he was sorry for trying to hurt her. He says, I would never want that. And she's like, What happened to Celeste? He doesn't want to talk about it, but she's like, Come on, it, it's important if it's like the thing that broke through during your hallucinations. And Elijah's like, fucking fine. And he shows her what happened, which is that he found her dead drowned in that bathtub and he like pulls her out trying to save her, but it's just like too late. And he's just like holding her dead body and like screaming and crying. And it's incredibly fucked up. Yeah. No, thanks. So Elijah says it was a cruel and bloody time to be a witch courtesy of my wonderful brother. And Haley's like, okay, so she died because of Klaus and Elijah disagrees He says, she died because of me, because I cared too deeply for her. I had allowed my brother to slip through my grasp. I loosened the reins while Celeste consumed every moment. I had abandoned him in the name of my own happiness. And Celeste paid the price. That that Elijah blames himself for this, even after he's like, yeah, I mean, yeah, it was because of class, but also it's my fault. Like, come on. Gotta unlearn that one, babe. Like that's an abusive dynamic yeah. like, that he's like, it's actually my job to keep my brother in control and keep him from doing murders. So whoops. Like, oof. I mean, this is literally been the case since season two of the vampire diaries, even before we knew they were siblings. Like he always made that clear that that was like his job, unfortunately. And that's just like, that's no kind of life. Like, and, and I think that's what's ha- what Haley's seeing too. She's like, well, what the fuck? Like, why are you trying to put your family back together when it is so clear that one part of it is broken? And Elijah's like, well, to me, you know, bro- the word broken suggests that something can be fixed. He says, I have a whole eternity to accomplish one single task, my brother's salvation. If I surrender this, then what value do I have to my family, to myself, to your child? Because the moment Elijah said always and forever, he bound himself to always try to fix everything. And that included Klaus, unfortunately. And Mm -hmm. as beautiful as the score is for always and forever, it's completely fucked up. And it's it's such an older sibling thing. I mean, to think about the um, 
Emily Vanderwerf's uh, really phenomenal, uh, really phenomenal article about Succession being a show about familial abuse and all of the characters kind of exhibiting behaviors that are very apparent in like abusive familial dynamics. The way that Elijah acts is very parallel to Kendall for me. Like he is always trying to fix, always trying to save, always trying to protect, always like crusading on behalf of this idea of a perfect family that they've never had. Like it's it's as if he wants to return to this dynamic that never existed, but he's so certain it can be there and it can't. It, it's because what he says about how he should have like stopped father the first time he struck Klaus. And, th- and like, that's been his driving force every, like since then. Mm-hmm. But like, even though Michael's dead, he's still striving to protect his stupid brother. Yeah. And it's just like, you can't undo those wounds. Like, and, and I don't know if Klaus can ever be a better person. And like, he's not showing that he can be. And I think this is where the original is at its best. And I think like it, 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 it being succession, but with like immortal vampires, honestly, mm-hmm. like the fam- familial bonds and the Michaelsons, I think is the best part, which is why we get so annoyed with all the other like frivolous things or like the re- repeating all the things that we should already know. Like just you have thousands of years of material to work on. So deal with that, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it just also just like I'd like the the lack of like a real like like making Klaus the enemy, I think is very interesting and very complicated, but it also can be very grating. <laughs> but also it's it's for a CW show. Like yeah. that's fucking I feel weird saying this. It's like that's Tony Soprano kind of shit. Like that is like that is prestige cable thing to be doing that. And I understand being furious with him, Jill, of course. Mm-hmm. But also, like, that is kind of like an elevated thing to do on a CW show to be so confident to make your the star of your series like an unrepentant villain. Mm-hmm. Yes, his family members try to redeem him. Mm-hmm. They attempt to try to find some good in him, whether it's not there and it always fails. But like, that's like an impressive thing to have done on this network. I definitely think what they're reaching for is is like elevated, but I do think they're falling short of their goals. Like I think that they're because trying of all to, the issues that we've discussed already. Yeah, yeah. I think they're trying to do something much easier on the Vampire Diaries, and therefore like succeeding at a higher rate. Um, but so so I tend to prefer the Vampire Diaries because yes. I feel like they're they're accomplishing way more of what they're trying to do on that show than they do here. But I, I want to yeah. like look at this show and try to like respect the swing as much as I can this time around. They, they are trying for something both easier on vampire diaries, but also when they're doing it is excelling to the point where it is elevated mm-hmm. because, you know, obviously everyone talks about, especially the pacing of early season vampire diaries, which is like, it's uncontested. It's like early season alias shit, basically. Mm-hmm. It, but they were trying for something very heightened and elevated, heightened, heightened. <laughs> and uh, elevated for the originals. But for for a number of reasons, especially in this first season, for all the issues we've discussed with the first season in terms of writing, it didn't quite uh, jive because like if they hadn't tried to handhold like us through so many fucking things and they just continue with what they were trying to do in general, if they didn't try to spoon feed people. 
this could probably be like a perfect season of television, honestly. Well, look, I want to and I want to look for that as we continue to watch it. Because obviously I'm less familiar with this than I am with the Vampire Diaries. So I feel uh, like significantly less of an authority on it. And I feel like I'm always putting my foot in my mouth when we talk about the show because I forget things about it. But they just talk about it portrayed it as like the cable drama they wanted to be without spoof eating it would have fucking ruled i think that's totally my opinion (laughs) there'd be no cami also (laughs) (laughs) wow i'm sorry i had to uh dumb myself down after that analysis (laughs) no double double cami double demeanor um (laughs) double your cami double (laughs) your fun (laughs) but i i just like Haley like holds elijah's hand for a second and he like, you know, like lets her and like lets himself be like touched for a second. And then he takes his hand away and he's like, like, no, like stop trying to be with me. Like you've seen what happens. Like we cannot be because like I- I'm I'm not my own person. Like I am an extension of my brother. I'm the thing that exists in this world to balance him out. And that is just fucking miserable. Hmm. So inside we have our big uh, mascara tears scene. Um, Which is also a great scene because the three of them just fucking doing their shit. I do think the three of them are fucking bringing it in this scene. I was having a hard time not laughing during the scene because Klaus was doing exactly what I make fun of him for doing all the time. Like crying his mascara (laughs) tears. But also it was great and I love them together and they've never done anything wrong. Yeah, I love Rebecca's opening line is like, okay, only one dagger. Which one of us are you going to punish today? And um Klaus is like, I don't know. I was thinking about eeny, meeny, miny, mowing it. And uh, bitch. I'm like, you can't be menacing when you say the words eeny, meeny, miny, mo. <laughs> Josh is also Polly Walnuts, by the way. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, I they brought the Sopranos, apparently. Yeah, hey, we all did. Um, Klaus like is like, like points the dagger to Elijah. And he's like, I don't know, maybe it'll be fucking you stealing my child away. Um uh, is it stealing my child away with every fawning moment of tenderness you show to Haley? So that's when I think he's kind of just like, I see what you're fucking doing. And he assumes that this is a strategy as opposed to his kind brother being kind. I mean, his kind of brother being kind, but it's clear like his kind brother has fallen for Haley. Yeah, but like, of course, he can only see that as a chess move when it's feelings. <laughs> Which also, again, we go back because we were discussing before what the Elijah Marcel uh, relationship must have been. And that Klaus immediately goes to, you're trying to take my child away. That makes me wonder mm-hmm. if that was the, the, the dynamic they had mm-hmm. at one point. Yeah. It's, it's really like fucked up. And like, especially like Klaus decide how you feel about this child. <laughs> Talk to Cammy. Okay. When he, I think when he learned it was a girl, I think that was the turning point. I definitely his, think little, his little smile. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think that was the only point, but no one else saw that. Yeah. <laughs> we saw it. <laughs> Haley didn't even see it. So they're all like, he's a little piece of shit. He's like, he was happy. Yeah. He's having, like, he was just like fatherly happy. But mm-hmm. again, he's like, I tell people that. <laughs> I mean, admit weakness. <laughs> um, Elijah's like, this doesn't have anything to do with Haley. It has actually everything to do with her. Like, she's adored you since she arrived. And now my child will grow up to call you father. And I'm like, well, that's a big old leap. But also, you know what? He's going to be calling him daddy. You know what I mean? Hell (laughs) yeah. Hell yeah. So, Rebecca. You know what I mean? 
I know what you mean. Okay, just making sure. <laughs> I just like I'm Klaus is. I but also Haley calling Elijah daddy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Come on, CW. <laughs> <laughs> Do it, you cowards. <laughs> You said you wanted to be, you seem like you want to be a cable show. Do it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Just go on fucking. <laughs> Please. Rebecca's like, what the fuck? Like, is that what this is again? You're worried we're going to leave you behind. H- has history taught you nothing? We don't abandon you. You drive us away. And true, I, true, true, true. Klaus <laughs> makes me laughs i i wish michael was here because i do really think he'd appreciate the boy energy of this response which is really what have i done lately other than do everything you asked of me (laughs) to immediately like play the victim and be like i've actually been a very good boy lately he he daggered elijah for his plan he's like but it's all for you guys (laughs) He's like, I've been trying to make up for daggering you. I've been trying to reclaim our home. I look the other way, Rebecca, when you're falling for a man you shouldn't be with. And this is where it was like, what is, at this point, why does he think that she should not be with Marcel other than the fact that Marcel is his son? Marcel's a son. Also, Marcel is his. Also, Rebecca is his. It's like, you can't have each other. You each are mine. (laughs) It's like, he groomed Marcel to be Rebecca's perfect man. I can't. <laughs> it's too fucking much. Like this is the one where it's like you really have to like push back and be like, yes, Rebecca's love a flop man. Yes, Rebecca's loved a man who's not like good enough for her. Mm-hmm. But like, you supported her with Stefan, mm-hmm. and yes, uh, obviously it didn't work out. But like that would have if it had worked out, it would have been good. Mm. Why not Marcel? Other than just the fact that he's mine. <laughs> and yeah, no, it's it's completely just possessiveness. Because he, he's not saying like that he believes Marcel will betray her. Because like you would think that would be the argument he would make, right? Mm-hmm. But no, and I also think he, right now he sees he continues to see Marcel, even though he has like the fatherly feelings that he has towards him. Because I those don't go away. He he's like he took our empire like he's our enemy how could you pick him over me like and again he is always centering himself klaus you have become michael this mm-hmm. is how you're treating your son you have become michael it's fucking up and he's like he's like in the one moment you could have chose to stand by me to believe in me and believe in my intentions for my own child you chose to stand against me and side with our enemies he says i want my home back i have it the thing that he's really pissed about is, again, that they thought he was going to use his baby as, like, a hybrid building, like, machine. That's, like, the thing he's very pissed up because that's when he's like, I'll play the villain, and that's when he bit Elijah. That's the thing he's very upset about. Because, again, they didn't see him smile. They didn't see him smile. Once again, characters are persecuted for thought crime on the Vampire Diaries. <laughs> <laughs> Vampire Diaries is Minority Report. <laughs> the fucking thought police. Spielberg stole from Vampire Diaries despite it coming before. I would love to see um, a Julie Plex show about the pre-crime division. She would love that shit. She actually should have been the one behind the Minority Repo- Report uh, reboot on, on Fox. I, I would mean, love a show that. that gave us Megan Good and Nick Zano. Mm. And then they were just like, how about we make a bad show for these hot people? 
not right. He's hot, talented people. I, I will say they're both very talented. So I'm not going to say they're just hot, but they are both very hot. It's not right to put hot people in bad things. Yes, of course. You know, Nick Zano, who is um, the rich man's Sean Sipos. <laughs> As I've been told. <laughs> Again, sorry, Kira. <laughs> sorry, oh. Kira. Um, Klaus storms out, wiping his mascara tears off of his face. He's like, Haley, we're going. And she's like, why the fuck would I go anywhere with you? Get the fuck in the car. <laughs> he says, you're the child you carry is the only thing on this earth that matters to me. So like you can fight me, but you'll lose. Get in the fucking car. Haley's like, fine. <laughs> but also have we discussed that like Klaus is also a Tim Robinson character? He a hundred percent is. Get in the car. He doesn't know what's going on and he's fucking scared. <laughs> um then at the church we have a cami father Karen scene. She's like, I fucking decoded the note. And I'm like, it's about goddamn time. <laughs> and she says, This is like, she's like, what if I thought like in my subconscious, I'm trying to send myself a message? So it's this essentially it, it inspired her to look up an old newspaper and find this photo of Klaus and Marcel at like the opera in 1919. And she's like, I know them. I know both of them. And Kieran's like, so <laughs> tired. <laughs> it's like both using my knowledge of the math that we have established and vaguely my memory. But again, I've, I've, I've New Orleans, I think so. I think so too. Yeah. Yeah, I think we revisit. I think we're gonna get a flashback about that night yes. at some point. Um, but yeah, that's our ep. And it's time we did it. It's Ugh. time to talk some rankings and some crushes. We had fun, Jill, you little bitch. <laughs> we had yeah. some fun, right, buddy? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> talk about the Sopranos. Tyler was in it. Tyler, what you get? You did get to see Trevino. That I is did. pretty huge. How much did you enjoy me discussing Prestige Television with the originals? Oh, I loved it. Okay. I love hearing your thoughts, Latoya. Oh, thank you, Morgan. What do you think? I know you love The Sopranos. Oh yeah, I mean, I love the Sopranos. I'm the number one Sopranos fan. Uh, no, I loved it. I like talking about. Like, I love talking about TV with you. That hasn't been clear by um, the way I've lived my life for the past year. <laughs> Um, I'd like to tell you guys both my crushes. Both. It's Elijah and Celeste. <laughs> yeah. Mine. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Good <Absolutely>. God. <laughs> it, it was like, so as we were going, because I had not created my crushes either. As we were going, I'm like, is it Rebecca and Kieran? Mm-hmm. Is it Klaus and Kieran? Mm-hmm. No, it's Elijah and Celeste. <laughs> yeah, it's Elijah and Celeste. I literally only wrote Celeste. But I will add Elijah in for that lean, being like, this view is perfect. So I let you know, we would learn more about Celeste. And are you happy? I needed her. Yes. (laughs) A bomb. (laughs) Elijah interacting with uh, Black female witches? Uh, Good. We we were already talking about his hot thing he has with Sabine, too. (laughs) Good to me. (laughs) Yes. 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 Um, Hey, Jill. Yeah. You had any time to uh, rank the characters of the originals? Uh, I did, yeah. Oh my gosh, how many are on your rankings this Four. time? Four. <laughs> okay, that's it down. Yep. Well, I'm excited. I'm excited to see who it is. 
Who's number four? Coming in at four is our girl Celeste. Yes. Uh, she is amazing i love her her first time on the rankings (laughs) yeah uh the top three are the same as Mm -hmm. last time (laughs) but i will refresh your memory okay Mm -hmm. number three is rebecca okay number two is tyler (laughs) just existing thank Uh you uh and number one is marcel even though he grabbed the coin Mm-hmm. I'll forgive him. I know what he had to do. Kind of disappointed Elijah's not on the list. I'm sad to see that Josh didn't make it and give right, his comedic tour to Forrest. But look, I respect I respect the rankings. The rankings are what they are. But also Diego, just for being so sad. Yeah. I'll give them honorable mentions, but like Thank you. Elijah dropped just because like he keeps defending Klaus and I can't. Yeah. Uh, he can't get with that. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, Elijah is a good big brother, but also. At what cost? Cut it out. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Thank you, Joey. You're welcome. I did the gesture, guys. (laughs) Uh, Well, you know what? I think we fucking killed it. Um, Really proud of us. (laughs) Um, And I'm going to look up our socials in the show notes. (laughs) Everyone's favorite part of the episode, I think, at at this point. (laughs) Because oh, yeah, every absolutely. time no one knows what's going on. I'll never remember which is which. Mm-mm. I'll never and, remember which is which. And you don't have to, because uh if you would like to follow our show on social media, you can follow us on Twitter at Amp Diaries Pod. You can follow us on Instagram at Empire Diaries Pod. You can go to our website. Oh, I sorry, oh. I did not mean to oh, you. <laughs> You can go to our website at theempirediariespod.com. You can find us on Patreon at patreon.com slash ampdiariespod. And you can email us if you have uh, something you must tell us at theempirediariespod at gmail.com. And uh, if you want to follow me on Twitter, you can do so at Lorgan Mudich. That's what I am on every platform. So check it out if you want. Jill, where can the people follow you? I am on Twitter at Jilbo Baggins with two I's instead of two L's. I'm trying to be less online, though, because apparently, like, being online is bad for me. <laughs> when were you ever more online? <laughs> being online is not good, but it yeah. is mm, part of modern life. And uh, Latoya, where can the people find you and should they? Don't do it. You fucking heard her. <laughs> Um, and, uh, next episode, which will be airing, well, yeah, yeah, I get this doesn't even matter. Uh, next time we'll be talking about the Vampire Diaries. Um, this is our last, uh, recorded episode of 2021. So, uh, happy Honda days, Days. another great year of, uh, of the pod with you guys. (laughs) I love you so much. And I wish an earnest happy Honda days to each. (laughs) (laughs) Say it back. Say it back to me, Latoya. <laughs> Not gonna. It'll be like February when this drops. <laughs> and I have look. It's it's always haunted days in my heart. <laughs> Hate you. Love you. Bye. Bye.